Welcome back to a new season of your favorite show, High Highs and Low Lows, where we talk about anything from the high high moments to the low low moments and everything in between. And I am just so happy to be back. Oh, and did I mention uh, I'm your host, (laughs) Marianne Grace, and I'm so glad that you're back here listening. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. It's been so long since I've done an episode and I've been going back and forth for months about when I was going to restart my show. Um, So much has happened since the last time I've recorded and I have so much to catch you guys up on. So I hope that you're nice and cozy or on your way to work or just whatever buckle up because there is just so much ground to cover. This episode may or may not be a hot ass mess, so you have to take that into consideration as we go through this episode. This is more like a stream of consciousness for this episode because as much as I like more curated things like scripted things and you know overly produced things, sometimes when it comes to podcasts, there's just something so cathartic about just streamlining your thoughts into a microphone. And that's kind of what I'm going to do today. I definitely want to ease my way back into recording. Uh, I was doing so well about a year ago. I mean, the episodes and were, you know, timely and, you know, I was doing the best I could. Something in my life happened that kind of just like flipped the rug right under me. And I had to make a lot of adjustments in my life and a lot of personal things that I I wasn't ready to share with yet with the world. Like there was things that I needed to process first before I went ahead and talked about it because I was coming from a very emotional state. And you know, when you're really high up in your emotions, you can say things that you'll regret later, or you could just, you know, be way too emotional about it that you kind of forget where it's coming from and because you're just so upset about it but i'm in a much better place now and i feel like i am so ready to be able to talk about all the things and from the good and the bad there's so many in between it's it's a wild ride (laughs) it's all i'm gonna say and i'm not to talk up about it i'm not trying to like hype anything it's just personally knowing what has been going on also i live on the busiest street ever Um, I recently, not recently, but in last year, I moved to a new apartment, which I'll get into because you know what, we're just going to jump right into this episode. I was going to have like a really nice introduction easing myself and you guys into it. But now I'm just like two friends catching up. And usually that's how it goes. We just dive right into it. So that's what we're going to do. I'm, we're just going to talk about it. Okay. So last year, um, I was in a very different state of mind. Um, I want to be able to like word this in a way that isn't going to be taken the wrong way. So as you guys all know, and if you're new here, basically, I was living with a friend, um, you know, last year, and everything was going great. Um, We were friends for a really long time. And a lot of people already know this, I'm not speaking bad on anyone. It's just that things didn't work out. And I was kind of like forced to leave the apartment. I really didn't have a choice in the decision. It kind of just was like plopped on me. And 
I had to like scramble and figure out what I was going to do because I was not financially in a position to just up and leave. Um, it also just became really uncomfortable for me. So I just didn't want to stay longer than, you know, it's, it's not like they like completely kicked me out. It was like, we're like giving you this much time and then you have to go. Mind you, I wasn't even there for like a full year and I was already being like pushed out. But uh, yeah, so I had to figure out things very quickly because one, it was getting uncomfortable for me to be there because I kind of just knew I wasn't wanted there. Um, and oh, I just got a text from Valentino Beauty um, trying to get me to buy new makeup, which I won't. Um, so yeah, so I not to say like I'm trying to put this delicately because it's a very sensitive topic because I know a lot of my friends from high school and just people that I know in my real life listen to this podcast. So I don't want things to be misconstrued in any way. Um, and I do respect the identity of these people. So um, I have to put it really delicately while also getting my point across. Basically, I was uncomfortable. I was basically being pushed out and I needed to figure out where I was going to live as soon as possible. And it's so funny because I, well, one, I really didn't really see that coming because I really trusted this person and things kind of just took like a 180 and I just didn't recognize the person that was in front of me anymore. Oh yeah, so thank you to my lovely family. Without them, I don't think I would have been able to do what I needed to do to be in a better place. Like they really helped me through that time. And, you know, my whole family was going through a really rough time. To have that happen to me around the same time they were going through stuff, it was just like a whole family thing where like everyone was just trying to help each other in my family. And I'm just so blessed that I have such a close knit family that we will look out for each other in that way, despite our own, you know, stresses in our lives like we will always be there for each other just like how I'm there for them you know so yeah without them I wouldn't have been able to leave as quickly as I did um I ended up staying with my sister for a little bit until I situated myself and found a new apartment it was like honestly within the span of I want to say two months from leaving to staying with my sister and then moving into a new apartment it, it took like two to three months. It was like, it was such a process that I, you know, the way that it was thrown on me, it really threw me in a loop. I was going, I was going through it. If anything, that was one of my lowest moments in my life, because not only did I lose someone in my life who was really close to me, you know, that connection is no longer there. I also had to upheaval my whole life, just completely pulled from underneath me so there was just a lot going on and at the same time I was also you know really heavily into my TikTok and my social media and if you guys don't already know like I do content creating um, I like to do perfume specifically but it does bleed into like beauty and lifestyle and skincare stuff like that um, and I was just really into it and, and being in that community, being in the perfume community in general is probably one of the most uplifting places to be when you already like what the community talks about, which is perfume. 
And I just love that during that time of that whole transition, I also had my perfume TikTok community friends just, you know, always show so much love for me. And I didn't tell anyone what was going on. And everyone was still so supportive and just, you know, there for me for whatever. I'm getting choked up because literally I was getting so much support everywhere else. And it just made me feel even better knowing that I was going to get through it. This wasn't going to be the lowest point of my life. I was eventually, you know, going to get over it, but I needed to go through all of the emotions before I could get there. So um, I do thank the perfume community for just being awesome people as they always are. Luckily, I was able to find an apartment so quickly. It's so funny because during that time, I was also transitioning into a new job. So there was just a lot of changes that were happening that I was not expecting. And it's just so funny, like the timing of it all, that it all happened like consecutively, like moving out, getting a new job, moving into a new home. I'm so much happier. You know, living alone is an experience that I think everyone should have if they're capable of having it at least once in their lives. Like it's such a freeing feeling, you know, having a space of your own. And I will say that I don't love the place that I'm in right now. Um, like if I had to choose it, it was kind of like, yes, this will do because I was kind of like in a desperate mode a little bit where I was like, I need to figure out where I'm going to live. So not that my sister <laughs> was kicking me out of her place, but you ever just feel like you overstay your welcome somewhere and you're just like, damn, I've been here way too long. Like I need to get my ass up and do something about this. So I obviously did not want to stay at my sister's longer than I needed to be because also she has a family of her own and I just, I didn't need to be there that long as though, even though it was very comfortable in my mind, eventually it had to happen. So I picked this place because it was really close to my family and the rent is great. <laughs> the rent is great. And you know, it, it's a, it's a one bedroom apartment, but it's like, I get to call it my own and that's all that matters. Is it the best looking apartment? Probably not. Um, it needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of love. And I just haven't given it all the love that I probably should, but eventually I will. Uh, I am working on that. It is a small apartment. Like my family always makes fun of me because like I can't really have a lot of people over because it's just a one bedroom apartment. Like I have a small living room, not small, but it's like a decent sized living room, small bedroom, you know, bathroom, kitchen, but that's it. Like there's just nothing else to it. So like I can't have more than like two people at my house at a time or else it'll feel just way too crowded. So yeah, I'm working on just making my apartment feel more homey. And I've been here for like quite some time. Um, I think this upcoming up December will be a full year. So yeah, a lot, a lot of changes have happened. Um, one of the downsides though, of living where I am, as opposed to where I was before when I was living with my friend, um, it was pretty quiet. Like it, it was like not a busy street where I'm living now feels like I'm in New York city for some reason. Like I live on a street that is just so busy all the time cars honking ambulance cops like you name it 
I hear it all. And that's one of the things that also scared me about this podcast was like, oh my God, they're going to hear everything that's happening outside. So if you guys don't mind it, like I I hate pointing it out. So like, we're just going to pretend that it doesn't even, the background doesn't even exist. Okay. If anything, it's just background, but it annoys me so much when I'm like editing the show. I'm like, oh, why am I hearing that? But it's okay. One of the downsides, but it's okay. As I was saying, living alone is probably the best decision you could ever make. Like in the beginning, it was really hard to transition from always living with someone to now living permanently alone. Not permanently, but now living like officially alone with no one else. It's a different feeling because it's all like everything is your responsibility. Yes, but also you have so much freedom to do whatever you want on your time. And there's not someone behind you being passive aggressive about like, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. When I lived with my friend, it was really difficult for me to feel like I lived there because I couldn't really decorate the way that I wanted to in shared spaces. Like most of the times when I would try to decorate, it was either removed or something was said about it. And I never really felt like I lived there. Now being in a place that's all mine, I can put shit up, whatever, whenever I like, like I don't need, and you don't need anyone's approval to decorate the place how you want it to be. And now it feels more me. It feels more lived in as opposed to before when, you know, like you're sharing with someone and you have to like run by everything with them you know and like oh can I put this up can I take can can I place this here it's like no you can do whatever you want when you're on your own like I don't have to run shit by anyone but the difficult part about where I was living before was that like I literally had nothing of myself in any room other than my own like my room was my sanctuary because it was how I wanted to decorate stuff if I had tried to decorate anywhere else It just wasn't going to happen. And that was one of the, you know, the saddest things was that I really wanted to feel like I lived there because, you know, I lived there. But yeah, I'm in a much better place now, like mentally, emotionally, physically in a better place. It took a long, long time for me to get here. It honestly, the reason why the podcast was taking so long to come back up was because I just a lot of projects started coming up with my TikTok and my social media, I feel like content creating has become like my second job, like my second full-time job. Like I have a nine to five daily job, (laughs) like full-time job. And then I have content creating, which is also like a full-time job because I'm multitasking both throughout the day. You know, when I log off of my nine to five, I'm, you know, checking my emails for content creating emails and like offers and projects and working with brands. Like it just never turns off for me. So, you know, I was just so busy and caught up and also just making content too. Like I enjoy so much making TikToks because it was a way for me to also creatively express myself. And I don't know if you guys remember, like I loved painting. All I did was paint during, you know, lockdown when that happened. Like I was 
so obsessed with painting. I still love painting. I just don't do it as often as I probably should. Painting was like one of those things that really helped me during difficult times to express myself creatively. And if you remember, like I used to have a new painting every week, I would paint so much. Like I remember when I started painting, I I literally didn't want to sell anything. Like I was just like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm painting. And then you know, when one person asked me, oh, can I buy that? I'm like, sure. And then it just kind of like domino effect. I started just selling paintings and people were loving it. People were so just so supportive about it too. Like it just felt so good. And not to say that I just did it for that, but you know, I did it because I loved doing it. And I, I, you know, it brought so much happiness to me because it was also a way for me to express myself and you know i'm a pisces rising and if you know anything about horoscopes that is my artistic creative side that loves to come out and i have to do it in that kind of way like i just i love writing i love podcasting but there's something about doing something creatively that requires like a unique perspective that makes it so much more meaningful for me as a Pisces rising. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that means a lot to me. And now it's like TikTok is kind of like that for me. Um, I've gotten so many different opportunities that I don't think I ever would have thought I would get just by doing TikToks. And it's been a lovely, crazy, fun ride. And I've learned so much about content creating, influencing. I get I get a little cringy when I t- when I say the word influencing because I don't think I'm influencing anything. I like to say it as like content creating because you are essentially creating content. Yeah, I've learned a lot about the world of content creating and like what it takes, you know, the mental capacity it takes to be creative, to be on top of trends, to express yourself your own individual style it's really fun um i will say it's not for everyone throughout the years like people will always ask me and i can also do a separate episode on just specifically content creating i don't want this to be like a whole content creating episode but like if you guys want an episode where i talk about it more in depth i can definitely do that so like over the year Um, almost hitting two years actually of doing content creating it's hard work as much as like I feel like some people don't like even my family and some of my friends have asked me so many questions about content creating because it's like its own little world that no one knows about we just see it all the time like on social media but we really don't know what happens behind closed doors I've had so many creator friends ask me questions tips and like well like vice versa like I asked them too like it's like this hidden world where you have to know someone who's in it to know how it really goes down and you know there is no like booklet there's no pamphlet you can't just like read a class or take a class on how to be a content creator like you have to learn from experience and you have to learn from trusted friends who are in the same business on on how to how to do certain things and yeah it's a lot it's a lot i didn't realize how much work got into it until i started doing way more affiliations way more projects way more campaigns yeah just working with a lot more companies big small you name it i worked with 
the biggest companies to the smallest companies approaching everything you have to do it differently and I, you know i will have a separate episode specifically talking about this because um it's a lot and i don't want to just like make it sound like it's a a simple kind of thing because it's it's really not so speaking of life updates i have tons of projects coming up um i'm i also have been invited to the newest fragrance launch by mark jacobs that's actually coming up this week today is august 1st um the event is on august 3rd and i'm also thinking about posting this episode august 3rd so when this episode goes up I'll most likely already be at the Marc Jacobs event. Yes, definitely follow me on Instagram if you aren't already. I like to keep a lot of things updated on my stories mainly. Um, So just follow me. I'll link my Instagram in the description or you could just follow me at at Marianne V. Grace. Anyways, enough self-promotion. Um, I'm really excited for this event. It's so funny because as a small, I, I'd like to say that I'm kind of a small content creator. Uh, I'm what they call a micro influencer. Um, as a micro influencer, you'd be surprised like the, the types of, you know, connections you could get. <laughs> like I didn't think, I thought like you had to have millions of followers or like hundreds of thousands of followers to be invited to stuff like this so i'm like so surprised that i was invited (laughs) and i'm honestly really really humbled like you have no idea i literally bought a mark jacobs bag specifically for this event like that's how extra i am that i'm like i cannot show up without anything mark jacobs because that's just like like how could you do that it's like in my mind that just doesn't make sense like we've all seen the devil wears prada right like anne hathaway does not show up to a designer's event without wearing the designer like it just doesn't happen obviously i think i'm anne hathaway in this scenario i have to bring a mark jacobs bag so i'm that extra i'm so excited it's my first ever real like designer event so i'm really excited to see what happens definitely follow along. I think I'll be posting it in my stories if you guys want a few glimpses of that. Um, If not, I'll have it highlighted in the future so you guys can also check that out. I've also officially began working with this huge beauty company that um, I, I honestly have no idea if I'm allowed to say I'm working with them or not. I'm just I'm like just that person who's super paranoid. I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But I'll just prelude to it. But yes, I have a huge project with this with this huge brand and it's like months long. So I'll be busy with that. And I have like other little, you know, campaigns to do. I'm a busy, busy girl, busy girl. This summer has not been as relaxing as I thought it would be. <laughs> like I came into the summer thinking, oh, yeah, beach chill read books hang out with family and just be super super chill i've never worked this much in my life not to say that i'm ungrateful for these opportunities but your girl is putting in a lot of work and uh, honestly i have to like remind myself that this is an experience that i will look back on and you know, I have to make the best of it. Like this is so life changing and I I have to be excited, like despite how busy and tired I am. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have to push through and, you know, do the damn thing. I also just really want to remind people how important it is when it comes to doing things that you love. Just never, never stop. Never, ever, ever stop doing it. It's just so refreshing. And honestly, it lights almost like a fire in you when you embrace the things that you love and just never stop doing it. Never in a million years would have imagined what my life would look like right now, where I'm at, and all the things that I've accomplished. Like younger me, I just imagine all the time, and this is so helpful to picture, um, just like imagine a younger you and all of the hopes and dreams that they had. And it almost will push you to do so much more for that kid. You know, because that kid had so much hope, so much to look forward to. And it's like, it's up to ourselves, our older and adult selves to bring that dream, bring that dream to life, you know, and make that kid proud to see where they are now. And that's what motivates me because there's no, and I mean this, there's no one cheering for you more than your own damn self. If no one is cheering you on, if no one's supporting you, you always have yourself at the end of the day. You always have that younger you who's always pushing you to do what you want to do. The younger you pushing you towards everything you've always thought of. You don't need an outwards support system all the time. Sometimes you can be your own support system. As much as I love the support that I have from my friends and family, I can't rely on that all the time. I cannot expect people to show up for me all the time. People are people. People have their own things going on. And we should never forget that we can be our own cheerleaders, that we can hold ourselves up. We don't need um, like an outsider telling us how well we're doing. We can we can, we already know that ourselves because we grew up with ourselves. We know what we've been through. We know what we're capable of. Sometimes we don't always need someone else to tell us that. We are perfectly fine with telling ourselves that. I think that's one of the things that I look back on too in my past relationships with people is that they are so motivated by the wrong things. You know, they're motivated by money, which is not bad. Being motivated by money is a great way to push yourself to do uncomfortable things that'll actually make you a better person. But I mean, the caveat to that is that you end up pushing yourself too much that you almost forget who you are, your core being that you are no longer the same person that had, you know, the purest intentions going into stuff. And that makes me so sad to see, you know, my past relationships with people and, you know, how much they focus on the wrong things instead of you know, the relationships they have with people, the the growing part. I just feel like that element was missing in a lot of my relationships where, you know, we, we were in it for the right things. We were pushing each other for the right things. And instead it became like a money motivation. I wish I, you know, sometimes I wish that people would tell us, right? Like, this is why it doesn't work out. Whatever, whatever. But no matter the amount of like closure I'm given, it'll never be enough. So I, I honestly had to spend the past year making my own closure or just never getting it at all and accepting that, which is really, really hard. Um, 
I'll be the first to tell you that trying to accept not getting closure is actually harder than the actual closure. Even if you're not happy with what is being told to you, it's harder to accept that it's never going to be told to you. As much as people say it's easier to just move on without knowing, it's it's for me, it was it was way harder. Yeah, it's really important to nourish like relationships with people, your support system, the people that are actually there for you at the end of the day, like my family. I've gotten so close to my family. I mean, I was always close to my family, but you know, I feel like within the past year with everything going on in my family, you know, there was like a natural disaster that happened and left you know, one of my family members homeless for a little bit because, you know, she lost her home. And when that happened, I was also going through my own stuff, having been, I mean, a little after that, you know, I was kind of like pushed out. So having a strong support system, I don't think we, I don't think my family and I would have been able to get through what we got through if we didn't have each other, which is why I look back at everything that's happened. I'm like, thank God I have such a strong support system because I swear to you, like, I don't know how I would have gotten through it as much as like, it's, it's hard to, to support yourself during these hard times. Like you really have to grow through it. I, I, I mean, there was that one point where I wasn't in a good place but I had to be strong. I literally had to be strong for the sake of my family because we were all going through it. It, it was a lot. Everyone goes through their own shit. Everyone, I'm, this is not like a pissing contest of who has it harder than the other person. It's just, we're all going through something and we have to be strong for ourselves so that way we can be stronger for other people too. And it's just something I've always wanted to express. I really was in a low, low moment and I had to like literally kick myself in the ass and just be like, you should be so thankful for where you're at right now. And you need to nurture the people around you because they're the ones that were that showed up at the end of the day. They're the ones who are igniting that feeling in me that reminds me that not everyone's a dickhead. <laughs> you know, the people that I really just, you know, I want to hug at the end of the day. Without them, I don't think I would have been able to push through. And it's so funny because like when you're, well, at least for me, like now that I'm in semi in like, you know, the social media spotlight, I wouldn't even say it's that big of a spotlight. Maybe it's like half of a, not even half, like one eighth of a spotlight. Um, I still have people who ask me like, you know, like, is everything okay? Because it's almost like you could, it's almost like people on the internet can tell when someone's going through something and you could not say it, yet people still know it. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> even when, when that was happening and people were asking like, you know, is everything okay? I, I had to put a brave face on. I'm just not the type to like fully emotionally outburst to like random people on the internet. I kind of have to like, intellectualize everything which is why I'm so thankful for this podcast because it kind of helps me intellectualize everything before I just come at it in a more emotional place so I ha I have to go through it and then I can talk about it but also I just want to thank everyone on the internet for like re who whoever has reached out to me within the past year just like checking in on me um I'm so thankful like I I, I never expect it too. Like I always just expect to just be under my rock and no one bothers me. But people who do check in on me, I'm just so thankful for you guys. And I wish I could like 
(laughs) physically hug you all. But I do appreciate anyone who's ever listened, whether it's my podcast or just me on my Instagram stories, ranting, um, all of it, really. I'm just so thankful to have a large support system. I don't know where I'd be without it and without you guys, honestly. I don't know where else this episode is leading into. It's more of just like a stream of consciousness at this point because I came in set on like, oh, I'm just going to like freely talk because I want to ease my way back into um, the show. Because I mean, my show, if if you've listened to previous episodes, I mean, I like to just ramble. Like, it's just who I am. Like, I can't follow a script. It's just not in me. Uh, I, I, I like to talk about whatever's happening in the moment. So this this episode's probably a hot ass mess and it's probably all over the place and I probably will regret <laughs> everything I said, but I hope you guys really enjoyed listening and I'm so excited to like just be back here and talk to you guys. I've, I, I honestly appreciate all of the feedback, what, whatever you guys have, like I always take it into consideration. I love when, you know, you guys message me on Instagram or wherever and just let me know how much you are loving the show and, you know, any future ideas that you guys have, like I'm open to them and, you know, open to working on whatever. So yeah, I really am so happy to be back here and um, thank you guys so much for listening per usual and yeah, I hope you guys stay tuned for the next few episodes or maybe more. Again, it may be like, it, I, I want it to be as structured as possible, like scheduled, but because my life and projects that come up, it might be like a little bit difficult for me to stick to a set schedule, but I will do everything in my power to make sure that it's more you know, structured just because like consistency is key and I like being consistent most of the time. Um, but I also struggle with like commitment, (laughs) not to be like an oversharer too much. I mean, I've overshared a lot on this podcast, but, um, I don't like commitment too much. (laughs) And that's just me admitting because like, not to bring astrology back into everything, but I will, uh, as an Aquarius moon, um, I find it really hard to commit to certain things because I'm a little like, I'll just go with the flow. And I don't mean this in relationships. Okay. I just mean this in like little, little, not little, but like in most other things, uh, I can't stick to schedules. I mean, I'm late to pretty much everything in my life. I always joke that I'll probably be late to my wedding. I'll be late to my death. I'll be late to everything humanly possible. I swear to you. It's just like in my nature to just be late. Not because like I I purposely want to be. I think I just like overestimate the time that I have. And then that usually happens. No matter how early, oh my God, no matter how early I wake up for things, like there's something that's going to happen in between the time that's going to make me late. And it's like out of my control, or maybe it's in my control and I'm just like not taking responsibility. But you know, listen, uh, that's not what we're here for. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Catch you guys in the next episode. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day or night wherever you are. Bye.